Did you know that right now you can get instant access to my entire digital hypnotherapy library plus bonus content that I don't offer anywhere else except in my Align Your Mind membership? This is a great place to get all the benefits of hypnotherapy around money, confidence, self-love, forgiveness, focus, concentration, amplifying your manifesting power, and so much more. And right now you get seven days free. Click the link in the episode description, go get your seven days for free, and I will see you inside. If you are a woman who is on a self-love journey, a healing journey, a spiritual journey, and you want to connect with like-minded women, make friends, hang out in paradise with me, and go on an amazing retreat, I cannot wait to tell you guys and invite you to my next Radical Self-Love Retreat, which is happening in February 2022. So actually, only a couple months away. This is pretty exciting. I don't know when the next one will be after this. So this is your last chance to sign up probably for a while. It's six days, all inclusive, where we have fun in the sun, do self-love work, do healing work, do energy work. We bond, we laugh, we play, we cry, we go to the beach, we go shopping at the markets, we eat amazing food, we stay at this gorgeous villa, we do yoga every morning. Basically, it's like if an extended sleepover with all your fun spiritual friends met a healing yoga-esque type retreat for women only, that would be the vibe. And I want to give High Vibinate listeners $250 off the front end of the retreat. So if you fill out a quick application, hop on a Zoom call with me, this is the only way to get into the retreat, then I will give you a little High Vibinate discount to come join us in February. So that's pretty exciting. I've never offered that before to anyone. And something that makes my retreats different is that I offer coaching after the retreat and I give you guys access to my radical self-love course beforehand so you can have a more holistic journey and it's not just six days, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Now I'm leaving you alone on your healing journey. (laughs) I like to extend the healing past the retreat because things get opened up, things get activated. It's a really spiritual and intense and opening experience. So I think it's important to have the coaching afterwards too. So if you've ever wanted to work with me, come on this retreat. Now is your chance, February, 2022. It's happening. You can apply at kelseyaida.com slash retreat. And one last thing I want to say, you can potentially win $500 extra off of this retreat by pre-ordering both of my new books, Letters to the Universe and My Pocket Guide to Manifestation, both of which are available now. You can find links to them in the show notes. You can find links to them in my Instagram bio. If you pre-order both of these books and send me screenshots of your receipts, I will enter you to win $500 off of this retreat. So go check out all those links. See if the retreat is right for you. I hope you all can join us in paradise hello hello everybody welcome back to high vibe Knit. we are super excited to have you here today with us we have a very special guest for you as always we like to bring you really cool people with very helpful perspectives that will help you to elevate your life change your life make things even better we are all about living your most high vibe life. So today (laughs) we have Mr. Bob Doyle here with us and you may recognize him from The Secret, which Lindsay and I are big fans of The Secret. We think it's a great intro to the law of attraction. We know that some law of attraction teachers think they're too cool for that movie, but I think it was great. (laughs) The book and the movie really like 
opened people's eyes to their power, I think. So that's really cool. And nowadays, Bob is teaching people how to rewire their brains, which we will get into on today's episode. And he's also a teacher of creative self-expression. So Bob, thanks for being here with us. Thanks, Kelsey. It's great to be here. Yeah. Good can to you talk tell- to you. I'm excited. Sorry, Lance. Didn't mean to no, interrupt. good. I, do you, do you want to jump into origin stories as we always do? Lindsay likes to ask the question, so I'll let you go. I'm, I'm the origin story girl. So how did you get started with this? What, uh, what is your story? What, where do you come from? And, and how did you get kind of familiar with neuroplasticity and rewiring the brain? What was that yeah. like? Well, that, that was, that's more recent, but 20 okay. years of teaching law of attraction. So that, that's probably the, the origin story starts there, obviously, is how did I even get into a conversation around helping people transform? Because it was definitely not... A career goal of mine or anything like that. I was, I, I was training my whole life to be a broadcaster. I was just going to get on the radio. I was going to do voiceover. I was just going to be a goofball. That's, that's what I knew that from a very early age, my dad was in broadcasting and I just wanted to follow in his footsteps. So I did that for a while, but I wanted to do more creatively. You were talking about creative self-expression and that's really what that really drives me. And if I'm not, if I'm not, and I really believe this is true for most people, if they're not fully expressing what's in them to express, they feel dead inside. And that's how I was feeling. And so I, it really was a a journey of trying to find a career where I could, you know, express myself creatively. And I also had sort of learned that I wasn't a great employee because Mm -hmm. of my sort of, I wanted to be creative in my way and do things my way and all of that. So I knew that probably being an entrepreneur was my future. Um, and but I tried a bunch of different things and nothing was really working, even though on paper I thought that they should. That's what kind of got me searching for more, you know, metaphysical answers. Like nothing, nothing that was logical to me was, you know, giving me answers as to why things weren't working. So I thought, well, maybe there's something sort of that I don't see that's going on here. And that's when I started learning about, you know, more about meditation and visualization and this whole concept of creating our reality and the energetic nature of the universe and there's a lot of detail in the story where I had my ahas, but for now, we'll just say eventually I had them. I I was kind of led to material that talked about the quantum physics aspect of this. And my, my brain needed some science around this. It just wasn't enough for me to, you know, to just, because it sounded good to just jump on board and certainly Mm -hmm. not to get results with it. So, but once I had my aha moments around the science of like our thoughts are powerful things and, and was able to honestly look at what my belief systems were around money and success, uh, then I was able to see why things were probably showing up the way they were. So again, to try to make a very long story short, I, I started implementing some of the basic law of attraction type of exercises that you hear about, like vision boards and things like that, my versions of those. And I started to see some results and I got excited about sharing what I was learning and I created the very first sort of law of attraction program that I created, which was called Wealth Beyond Reason. This was like, you know, the year 2000 or 2002, sorry. So almost 20 years ago. And, and it was all based on as much science as I could. And, and I, I made a decision very early on, and this is kind of a part of my message, that instead of just being a facilitator of this information that other people had basically come up with, I wanted to, to be the one who could make a change, who could, who could, I wanted to be the expert that could help people facilitate this transformation. And so when I made that decision about who I was being in the world, instead of like one day I'll be like Dr. Joe Vitale or any of these others, it was like, this is who I am now. And that when I made that decision, 
now it, now I know a little bit more about what happened biologically, but in that moment, I, I, when I shifted who I was being, I started getting different results. I started getting all of these downloads, right? More insights on the law of attraction specifically. And so my program grew into this beast, which was later discovered by Rhonda Byrne when she was putting together the secrets. So that's how she found me. And I got into that. So I was teaching the law of attraction for a few years before the secret came along, but the secret obviously blew my world wide open. I got, I went from being this broadcaster guy who nobody knew who he was to, you know, now I'm, I'm in this movie with these people who have been in this industry for freaking decades. And I've been mm -hmm. in for like three. So it, there was a lot that went on there in terms of like sort of my identity and who am I in this? Cause I was, in my mind, I'm still the goofball broadcaster, still am to this day. And now I'm trying to fit into this mold of Bob Doyle from The Secret, which was everybody was calling me all of a sudden, you know. Hey, Bob Doyle from The Secret. Yes. Like that's your full name now. It literally was like <laughs> that for a long, even with my friends. And I'm like, okay, okay. So, but but that's really, that's sort of a sidetrack. But, but it, there was some internal struggle because I, once again, while I was realizing success, financial and otherwise, I was not fully expressing who I was. I was trying mm -hmm. to be Bob Doyle from The Secret. So I had my own sort of, you know, struggle there. Like, do I even want to do this anymore? And I, and honestly, I tried to walk away from this conversation many times, but I just kept getting pulled back in. There was just something about this message that I just kept having to give it. And so when live streaming came along, this was now an outlet for the broadcaster in me to find a way to share this message and be myself and be creative and still be silly and all of that and find that balance it took a while but I feel like I've got that now let me just get to the rewiring because that's what we're <laughs> talking about yeah 20 years of teaching this stuff and what I'm realizing and I'm sure you have seen it is that people get so excited about the secret and the law of attraction that that's what they fixate on is the law of attraction. And they're going to master this law of attraction. They're going to figure it out. They're going to learn all the nuances. They take a million courses. They read all the books. And, and what I really woke up to a couple of years ago after being one of these people who, just, who was sure, sure that if people just understood the law of attraction and that it was a thing, then they would have results because that's what did it for me. The, the writing is on the wall. People are way too obsessed about the law of attraction and figuring it out. And they're not focused on what's really important in their own personal transformation, which is who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. It's different than who I'm being now, because that's the person who's going to attract, if you will, the results. You, it's not this. I'm good. The, the problem is, is people are using the law of attraction, this thing that doesn't need to be used. They're trying to use the law of attraction to create external change. And that's not where change and transformation happens. It happens from the inside out. Yeah. And when I had my big ahas on that, and it all comes down to where is reality really created? Well, it's created differently for every single individual, and it happens in their brain, and it's based on the meaning they give the moment. And, right. what, and what meaning they give is based on their wiring, how they've been programmed, et cetera, mostly unconsciously. So it comes down to if you want to change your reality and your experience of reality, you have to change who you are being mm -hmm. in the world so you can get different results, have a different experience. And that and and truth, excuse me, truly be, being somebody new involves a biological process of rewiring your brain from the wiring that it has had in default mode ever since you were, you know, born or developed during the course of your, you know, early life. So this Word. is where I get excited. 
because if you're a new listener, then you can learn this. But if you're not a new listener, then you know, and Bob, you may or may not know that I am a hypnotherapist and that's all I do is help people, usually with success and like what's blocking you from being that success that you want. So this is amazing and I love what you're saying. Uh, I want to really quick, if it's okay, touch just for a second on this whole identity I don't want to call it an identity crisis, but an identity conflict that you may have had with the guy from The Secret and who you who you are, who you are at your core. Uh, well, my question was, where did you find the the rift between who you were wanting to be, who you are, the goofball, and the guy from The Secret? What was the difference there? It was all made up in my own mind. Now, I, I did get some feedback from somebody once because I I asked if I could play the ukulele on stage because this was something that I had just taken up at that time. And it was a big part of my breakthroughs in personal, you know, self-expression. And they said something along the lines of, no, we don't want any of that. We just want the guru. Uh-huh. Right. And so it was like, all right. So somewhere in my mind, it was like, it's not okay to just be me. I have Aww. to be like Jack or Bob or any of those other people. Like that it was, it wasn't like, weighing me down uh, consciously, but it was affecting my behavior, who I was being on all of my videos and in my emails and in my marketing material and all of it. Mm -hmm. So I really felt a drift away, certainly from the passion for what I was doing, because I wasn't doing it anymore. Bob Doyle from The Secret was Yeah, doing. I can definitely relate to that. Because when I was training and learning, they're very specific about like, be the professional, wear the name tag, don't bring yourself into the room, make there be like an invisible wall between you, you and the client. It's all about the client, which I love. However, I know that clients can tell they can feel that when you, they feel like you're, they're not getting the full package, the full picture of who you are. Yeah. And so it can cause a little bit of a disconnect. When yeah. I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be the goofball. I'm just gonna be myself. Oh my gosh, did it change everything? And I'm and I'm sure it did for you as well. Absolutely. But mostly the joy of doing it because totally. I, I I was gonna not do it anymore. And I yeah. just focus on just voiceover or whatever. Mm -hmm. But but because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it this way because there's this whole thing for an entrepreneur or a solopreneur about finding your tribe and all of that stuff. You probably know this. You want to be as authentically you as you possibly can so that you will attract the people that you love working with who really totally. and trust the real you because otherwise you are in this state of maintaining this false persona, which like you say, people feel, they know, and I've never liked the distancing that happens in the in this whole personal development mm -hmm. industry about there's the people in the audience and then there's the one on the stage who supposedly has it all together and knows all this stuff and is better somehow and and you, you get people in this mentality of always being the student which is fine I get it but there's a there's an energy around I mean like I'm a student of life of course always always but but to but to put yourself below like I'm not as smart as or I don't have it together or yeah. I don't you know as that person and and a lot of times the the people in the industry cultivate that they want that right they want you to feel like you need them and I've never liked that. You know, yeah, I, I, it feels a little icky. <laughs> it's not empowering at all. And it's not right. about my message, which is just be your freaking self. And you will find the audience who, who loves you, the people who just want to be around you, who are attracted to you, who support you and lift you up. 
you know, but but a lot of people are not surrounded by those people in their life right now. And so that makes this whole process of transformation even harder because mm-hmm. they don't have the support system to support a new way of being. Because as soon as they start to do it, which we'll talk about later, if we talk about the person transformation personality types, you know, they that stops them from yeah. wiring. Away thoughtfully designs suitcases, bags, and other travel things. All they think about are awesome colors, different shapes and sizes, locks that actually work. Would you look at that? 360 degree spinner wheels that make it super easy to spin, modern materials, compression pads so you can pack more than you'll ever use on your trip, and laundry bags to keep things tidy. Basically, all Away thinks about is travel. All anyone is thinking about these days is travel. So if we're all thinking about it and we all want it, then give it. Give the gift of travel. Explore Away's full range of all things travel at awaytravel.com and give the gift that's on everyone's mind. Awaytravel.com slash vibin will get you a 100-day trial. So go to awaytravel.com slash V-I-B-I-N and give the gift that's on everyone's mind. I was going to say, this is a really important conversation because Lindsay and I are all about next level manifestation, meaning like living your life intentionally, right? Call it the law of attraction, call it manifesting, whatever. We're women of purpose and we've found it empowering to live on purpose. And so we like to help other people do the same. Um, it's, It's good to make that, just call it out that so many people in the beginning, we get so excited about manifestation and the law of attraction that we forget what actually causes the transformation. And that's why I think it's helpful to think of the law of attraction as the law of mirroring and think of yourself as, you know, like the smaller version of your life, right? So whatever is happening outside, this is like my perspective of how it all comes together in my mind. Whatever is happening in your circumstances is to some degree a reflection of what's going on internally for you. Whether you like something, whether you see harmony, whether you see disharmony, whether you don't like something or don't agree with something, that's your invitation from your life and or the universe to look inside, make a change, and then get feedback via your reality. Not to say that everything is your fault or because of you. Obviously, there's a lot of things going on at play, but in a basic general level, like it, the law of attraction is actually meant to be like a feedback tool. Like your life yeah. is showing you where where you are, where you want to go, what you want to be. And so to make that choice is where you get to be empowered and then you're going to come up along resistance and then you get to work through that and then you get to decide again. And it's the whole process of personal transformation that really makes you a badass creator, someone who right. can really express themselves. And let me give some perspective because what you yeah. talked about there, that process of transformation is the same exact process that we all use for everything that we learn, especially the non-negotiable things. Like when we learned to walk, we made a lot of mistakes. We fell down a bunch of times, possibly hundreds. We didn't sit there and say, the universe doesn't want it for us. And we didn't <laughs> like, oh my God, we're so stupid. How do we? we just kept going until we did it because we took the feedback and said, okay, well, I'll make this adjustment. I'll make this adjustment. Same thing with learning to read or write or cook or do anything. If it's non-negotiable and we need to learn it and we don't have that wiring in our head yet, there's going to be discomfort. There's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be this feedback that we call mistakes. 
But in some situations, we don't have any problem just keep going because it's non-negotiable. When it comes to personal transformation, well, if it doesn't happen in 14 to 30 to 90 yeah. days or whatever, then obviously the universe doesn't want it for me or this isn't going to work for me if this is just how, and you move on. That's not how it works. That's not how anything else works. But yeah. when it comes to our transformation, that's how we do it. And that, you know, to some degree, I blame the, the industry because we've packaged it up. Yeah. You know, here's the program, take the program and you'll be there. Well, we don't know that. There's no way to know how long an individual is going to take to permanently change their neural pathways. That's going to take some time and consistency. Hopefully your program will get them there, but they must do it consistently. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's such a good thing that we don't learn to walk as adults. Half that, the population right. would be like, not doing it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm over it. Show. We'd have no technology or modern advancements if everybody approached, you know, that if they approach technology, like they approach personal transformation because they say, oh, well, this is free. I mean, the iPhone is impossible. And yet here it is. (laughs) Right. But us writing our book or starting our business or that's not impossible at all. It just changed some. It just takes some behavioral changes, things that we're not doing now that 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 we need to do in order Mm -hmm. to get those results. So my work is about helping people identify, okay, well, who is that person that you need to be? And what are the behavioral changes that need to take place? And then giving the support system to do that, because it's not going to be a walk in the park because we're going up against years of wiring. Now, how many times, this happens in my practice a lot when, when a client, and I, I don't know if I should warn them. I, I don't, but I'm, I might, is that when you're atmosphere changes your aura your persona who you are when that starts to transform you are hyper aware of the things that don't work right you become like this your antennas kind of go out and you're like okay that's not serving me and and it's it that is part of the change is you're you're very hyper aware of what hasn't been working for you for a really long time and that could be a job that could be a relationship that could be where you're living or a living situation and it doesn't always happen, but it's not an uncommon thing that does come up. How often does that happen for you? Well, I mean, I think you're, uh, it always happens. I mean, it always happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Just you're going, life. Yeah, if you're gonna grow, you're gonna reach, you're gonna reach those points. It's true, mm-hmm. and it's just normal. And the whole idea is to embrace it. And to yep. celebrate it. I mean, instead of letting discomfort and all these other feelings and, and noticing all those things, that's the very first step. If you work with me, my first, the first superpower you're going to get is that mm-hmm. awareness, that observation of, oh, this isn't working. This is autopilot behavior that I'm doing that gets me a result that I don't want. Why am I doing that? I don't know. Maybe you figure it out. Maybe you don't. It doesn't really, you don't have to spend tons of time going, why am I like this? Right. Notice that you are and notice how you'd rather be and start freaking rehearsing it. We've got this brain, which is totally programmable as evidenced by the fact that we have been programmed mm-hmm. and, and, and we can, and we're capable of learning new things. So all we have to do is just start giving it new mm-hmm. information and we get to imagine it on our own without, it doesn't cost us any money. We get to imagine it with full uh, emotion and, and get the feeling that we're really there. This is the unique gift that we have as human beings. And it's because we're freaking meant to do it. Yeah. And it's freaking fun. It's so much fun to visualize your ideal outcome. And your mind is already a goal machine. Like you're already achieving goals every single day. You are 100% successful at being exactly who you are right now. Like imagine what you could do if you were more like, like Kelsey said on purpose with it. Yeah. So cool. It's just, it's for that. But you know, even thinking that big, 
is yeah. a challenge for people yeah. because it seems unattainable, but they also have to realize that's normal. Like that's okay. It's totally okay that you don't know what to do. You don't know who to be and, and that it feels uncomfortable. Of course it does. Of course it does. Your whole life you've been wired as this is the truth. Now we're challenging that. Mm-hmm. And so of course, all kinds of stuff is going to come up and you just get to take the journey and ride the ride. It's all about how you frame the process of transformation. You can get excited about it and be curious about it and go, hmm, wow, that's interesting behavior that I've done my entire life for <laughs> no good reason, right? Or you, you, or you do what a lot of people do and they beat themselves up or they quit when it gets hard because, because if you don't have the support system in place, a community, some coaching, whatever, some tools to deal with the high emotion, your, your old wiring will win. Yeah. That's, 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 and, and again, that's not because you're broken. It's because you're a human and your, your wiring is your wiring. It's your reality. And if, if you don't have somebody to help you check yourself and reframe, if you don't have a process, a tool, some sort of a system, because right now you're doing, you're being consistent, but it's all on autopilot. You're sending yourself the same messages over and over and over again, subconsciously with zero effort. What we want to do is replace those messages with better ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to start by doing it consciously because we're trying, we're not, we don't want to live on autopilot anymore. We don't want to just say yes to all the information that comes our way like we did when we were ages zero to seven. We want to be discerning and go, does that serve me? If I, if I take on that belief system, can I get where I want to go? No, well then screw that one. Mm-hmm. being selective and picky. And I like what you've mentioned once or twice about the meanings that we assign to things, because this is so important. This comes up a lot with the client work that I do. Like there are so many detrimental meanings and disempowering meanings that we assign to situations or circumstances or bad things that happen to us. And we make it mean something bad about our life, something bad about our future, something bad about ourselves. That's the worst one. And it's like, if you didn't have to make it mean that, then you open up this whole world of possibilities, newness, mm-hmm. change, transformation. And I think it's just so empowering to realize, oh, I assigned that meaning to yes. that thing. I assigned that meaning to this not working out. I made it mean that I can't do it, but that's not actually what it means. But you learned to make yeah. that yeah, I mean, exactly. you, you were given, you, you were doing the best you could running unconsciously. I mean, most of us are we think we're conscious, we think we're making conscious decisions, but we're actually running, uh, we're making those decisions based on wiring that was done completely unconsciously. Outdated uh, software. Of, yeah, and yeah, outdated <laughs> software, that, or just completely inaccurate from the very beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we get, but if you can just wake up and go and realize, oh my God, so I can choose, I can make it whatever. It's, it's ready to write whatever. It's ready for whatever. But you have to be consistent. And the reason and the only way you'll be consistent is if you make it non-negotiable, which means your vision has to be super inspiring to you. It cannot be some half-assed thing and it can't be just because it seems better or because everybody else wants it or that's, you know, none of that. It has to be like call to you at your soul. And and again, mm-hmm. You may not know what that is at first, but we just, you know, we have we have processes for hacking away at that. And but so much of it is giving up old stories. Yeah. Because they go ahead. Well, because as I'm sure you know, as a hypnotist, you know, these stories, they 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 are their truth and they're part of their identity. And so if they don't have something to replace those stories with, a better story, then they're they're they there's a there's this scariness about letting go of their old story. If I don't have that, then who am I? Well, and then after that, like the biggest 
the biggest thing that I wish I knew, like in the beginning, when I'm looking for like soul purpose and what am I supposed to be doing? 100%, I feel like I'm in it. But if I decided one day that I didn't want to do it anymore, like you get to change your mind and evolve it and, and, you know, transform it, make it different, make it completely something else. You get to do that too. Like you don't have to have the exact right answer forever for the rest of your life. It's so true. And that's a big part of what I, I mean, because people spend sometimes their whole lives searching for their purpose when they could have just decided what it was. Yeah, yeah. you get to choose it. <laughs> and tomorrow you could be something different. And the next day, and now, of course, if you change who you're being every day and you don't give the world a chance to catch up, then you probably won't see any long-term results of that either. Right. Maybe not every day. There's a ripple effect that happens as you change who you're being. And, you know, you're going to see it in people and how life is just showing up. I mean, that's where the law of attraction, again, you don't need to give any thought to the law of attraction. It's just going to happen automatically. Just like if you drop a glass, it's going to fall to the ground. You don't have to know how gravity works or figure it out or have put the glass dropping on a vision. Which nobody really does, by the way. Nobody knows how gravity works. That's right, like the, one of the biggest mysteries. And, 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 and even with, but even the law of attraction or any of this, it just is like, it doesn't yeah. matter. We doesn't weren't matter. born needing to know this. We were not born needing to know how it all worked. We just need to know that it works, that our brain yep. is ready to be programmed for us to, to experience the extraordinary life that is in us to, to, to live. And it's unique to us. And we have those passions for a reason. Yes, I love it. So let's dive into the rewiring. So, so far we've outlined some helpful things. One, curiosity. I find this super helpful. Like get curious about yourself. We don't have to make you the bad guy for having done it quote unquote wrong. You haven't done anything wrong. You're doing the best you can. Two, becoming aware. Let's talk about like, let's realize some stories. Let's realize some patterns. Let's become aware of how we are now so we can work from reality and change from there. Where else do people start when they want to rewire their brain? Well, that knowing their starting point is a key thing. That's why I give, I put people through this transformation personality type quiz and it's, it's a, it's free. It's 60 seconds long. Anybody listening to this could take it while we're talking and learn their transformation personality type. Now, let me just be really clear that I put this quiz together. It's not like the disc or anything like that. It is strictly based. I made up all the types, right? Based on my experience with people for these 20 years. And so, and it's strictly in the context of personal transformation. So you take this quiz and you get a, you learn about your type and these types, while there's nothing bad about them at all, sometimes they have traits that cause a person to basically rationalize stopping mm -hmm. the progress. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't always happen just because you're one of these types doesn't mean you always sabotage. But if you're having trouble, this is a place to look. And so understanding your starting point is great because then that's helps you get into awareness because now you can observe, you have some time once you learn your type we show you ways to, to observe how, how does this show up in your everyday life? And then that gives you ideas of scenarios to run that are different. Otherwise, you don't know what you don't know. If you don't know about your autopilot wiring, if you haven't, if you can't see it somehow, it just feels like the truth. Yeah. So knowing that, knowing where you're starting is, is an essential first step to even decide where you want to go instead. Where okay, do they so find I'm the quiz? I'm going to put the link in the show notes so people can click it. But if you can say it real quick. Yes, yeah, I'll say it. It's tptquiz.com for transformation. So easy. I know. Nice and short. tptquiz.com. I yeah. love it. 
And so you're basically going to show up as one of four types. And, and we can just briefly touch on what they are. And, and even if they haven't gotten a chance to take the quiz yet, you'll probably hear yourself in one of these or more. And, and, and you're going to be a combination probably of a couple of them, but one will most likely be predominant. And, and a lot of it has touched on much of what we've already talked about. We've, we've talked about traits of some of these. So the seeker, for example, is the number one type that we get. And, and it's probably because these are people who are in the personal development conversation, have been for a while. They are very interested in in improving themselves, so interested, in fact, that they try every seminar, every program, read every book, watch every movie, and start a lot of things, but maybe not quite complete them all. Maybe they complete the program, but do they stay with the principles enough for the rewiring to take place in their head? Because again, it doesn't matter what, you, what vehicle you use, whether it's this program or this book or just knowing about something like the law of attraction, the transformation happens as a result of rewiring, which requires consistency. So the seeker needs to choose something and stick with it until they are rewired. And they can still enjoy the fact that there's so much information out there, but you know, you get inundated and it just gets confusing because now you're just, your wiring is chaotic. The neural, the neural pathways or the neurotransmitters that you're producing, they don't have time to land and, and create these really strong neural pathways, if you see what I'm saying. So that's the first one. Cool. I don't know if you guys want to say anything about this. Sounds these like my dad. <laughs> my dad is like all about learning, 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 learning. And he's so busy learning sometimes that he forgets the implementation aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dad, if you just do any one of these million things that you learned, because you literally like basically know everything from all these seminars, all these books, everything and you would just stick with it, you'd be so successful. But I think yeah. people yeah. just get addicted to the learning and the excitement of the learning sometimes. That's and that's true. where people can get a little stuck. Sometimes it goes a little deeper that people are actually scared of who they could become. And if they don't forward, finish one right. thing, they don't have to complete, but they're working right. on it, see? And so that's not always something that's going on consciously, but it can be running subconsciously. It's like the yeah, fear of- I don't of think that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't hit mine yet. Let's keep going. Okay, so the next one uh, is that we talked about too, the people pleaser, which is pretty self-evident. They are the ones who stop their transformation, no matter how inspired they are, because mom gave us this look mm -hmm. or the neighbor said, no, you'll never, whatever it is, some external message from a person has them doubt, second guess, or otherwise stop or put a governor on themselves or, or sabotage themselves just so those people will be more comfortable or to get away from the discomfort they feel when those people express their opinion. Now, obviously, that's devastating to all concerned because, you know, this, this idea that you're going to keep them comfortable, nobody's comfortable. Mm -hmm. they are, if they were comfortable, they wouldn't be telling you what you can't do with your life. And obviously, you're not going to be comfortable because you just gave up on your dream. You, the whole reason you're here, you basically have sacrificed your life, the Otherwise, you'll stay alive, you'll have an existence, but that thing that's in you to do, that passion, that, that experience that you, that you know you want to have and it's going to feel amazing when you do, you just gave up on it because you don't want them to be mad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's the people pleaser, the best thing they can do is obviously go for it and succeed because at least then they, they, they have the opportunity to inspire some of these other people into action. Will they necessarily? Who knows? They're, yeah. they're on their path. They've got- Not their job. Right. <laughs> it's just a bonus. <laughs> And once you do that, you will attract that other group of people that we talked about, the ones who support you, the one who are mm -hmm. totally in alignment. They're, they're high vibing like you. And, and you're not having to put up with all that crap and all the energy. And it's going to be just a much better existence. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. the I people. Have, 
I have a tip for the people pleasers out there too, because a lot of times we'll explore this and in, in work with some of my clients and I'll ask them like, okay, well, why would it be bad? Like if your mom disapproved or, you know, and then it comes down to like, well, then she won't love me. And then if she doesn't love me, then I don't have connection. So usually it's like a fear of a loss of connection, which is our number one need in life. So if you can resource yourself with other types of connection from more supportive people, more beneficial people yeah. from yourself, you know, I'm not saying everyone has to do it all by themselves. I hate when teachers say that, but if you can resource yourself with more connection, you'll be less afraid to lose connection. And even if you temporarily lose connection with the wrong people or unsupportive people, is that a bad thing? You know, like right. it's something to explore. So right. obviously I have compassion for people when they're scared of losing connection, but have compassion for yourself if that's you and then resource yourself with more connection. And I think you'll have more confidence to go for the thing that might threaten connection. Cause you know, I have connection. This podcast is sponsored in part by BetterHelp, who is one of our favorite sponsors because we truly believe in therapy and being resourced with some sort of therapist or counselor um, if you are wanting help or support in your life, or even if nothing's wrong, you know, there's always room to be held, to be served in this way. And BetterHelp is really cool because they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you'll be matched with a the therapist in under 48 hours. They have a broad range of experts available, which may not be locally available in many areas, which is cool. We love the internet for making this more accessible for everyone. Um, and it's available for anyone worldwide. So if you're like, oh, I've been wanting a therapist and it's too expensive or there's no good ones in my area or whatever, BetterHelp is your solution. They are committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. And it's way more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. So you really can't go wrong with BetterHelp. We love it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today and a special offer for you high vibrant listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P.com slash Vibin. Once again, that's BetterHelp.com slash Vibin and join over 2,000 people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Vibin to get 10% off your first month. Right. That, that's why uh, everything I do has an element of community in it, because yeah. you've got to be you've got to surround yourself with people who are on the same page and dealing with the same kind of stuff. And I think that you're right. I mean, it is that fear of the loss of connection. But the reality is you will have an even better, more empowered connection when you can just live your authentic self and find the people who embrace that. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. so the, the third type would be the skeptic, which is what I would have tested at had this test been available for me. And it's, it's a person who wants to succeed, you know, they want the best in life, they want all this stuff, but, you know, maybe they've been burned, or maybe they consider themselves very intellectual, or they have a fear of looking wrong, or whatever it is, you know, and they tend to say no to things before they say yes to things. Mm -hmm. And now, it's, it, there's nothing wrong with being skeptical, because it keeps you out of doing really foolish things. But if you oh, identify me, guys, I think it's me. Here we go. <laughs> I think it's me. So, but the, the skeptic, you know, in an effort to to not look foolish or not be burned or whatever, asks tends to ask themselves the question, "Why won't this work for me?" Before they ask the question, "Why? How could this work for me?" And that's all the skeptic has to do to flip it, because the skeptic is this type of skeptic is what I'm talking about. Again, it, there there's a lot of intel. It's intellect. 
right? They want to make the right choice. They want to not, you know, do something foolish or whatever. But but there's nothing wrong with looking at why something will work for you too. Because you, we probably all know here that you're going to get quest answers to the questions you ask. So if you mm -hmm. ask, why won't this work for me? Well, you're going to get a dozen reasons why it won't. Right. But if you ask, why could it, how could it work for me? You can get those too. But this, so the skeptic um, in, in this, in this desire to never be wrong or not make a mistake is also sacrificing the opportunity to have to find the thing that will work. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, again, it's just about, they don't have to sacrifice their intellect or any of that. They just have to ask themselves a different question when they're presented with something that on some, some level cost them and their, their immediate response is, oh, well, why won't this work? Let me poke some holes in this. Just why, how could this work? It's still, you can still, that's still a skeptical approach. You're still being, you're still evaluating and assessing, but you're just looking for positive things instead of negative ones. Mm -hmm. So this one's definitely me and I'm going to tell you why. So little mini story time. When I, this was 2012, I just had my first son and I asked myself, what do I want to do with my life? Cause I was working 50 hours at retail. I was not going to do that anymore. I, I have a child. So I'm like, what do I want to do? I haven't asked myself like, what would actually make me happy? First thing that came up in my head. Ooh, hypnotherapy, past life regression. That's my passion, by the way. I don't really want to do that. And then immediately, nah, you got, you got to do the safe thing. That's for other people. And then this is where I stopped being the skeptic to some extent. I had another voice say, but why can't I? And then I had never, I'd never thought about why I couldn't do it. Like, why actually can't I do this? I never really entertained that question. It was just, nah, you can't. So, so when I explored that, I was like, well, there's not really any good reason that I can think of not to go for it. So I freaking went for it. And since then, you know, I do, I do default more to the like, but is this the good idea? Is this the right, you know, which is why changing your mind was so profound for me. Like you get to change your mind a million times if you want to, if you want to, if it feels right. So now I'm more apt to like, even if I'm about to invest in, I don't know, a course or a program or something uh, like that, I, I know that even if I don't get the results that I necessarily want or, or desire, I know it's going to be valuable in some way. Yeah. So to me, that's enough to know that I can look back and be like, well, that taught me something that, that I got something out of that. And I think that could be helpful for the skeptics to know that no matter what, you're going to get something out of it. And that's exactly right. And, and yeah. it's just reframing. And so that curiosity and, 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 you know, there, I think there's something, again, I think you and I are very similar in that way. I mean, I, you know, for years I had, and I probably still do to some extent, what everybody around me would call the automatic no, like no matter what it was, like, this is after the secret, this is, this is yeah. almost present day, but that was old wiring, you know? And it's just like, yeah. I have to first, like my mom was just very much like that. It was like, why won't things work? And here's all the bad things first. And then we had to work through all of that to get to the good. And Dang, that's day, my dad. That's yeah, funny. It's still, that's still my mom. If yeah. I ask her to do something, yep. she'll first tell me the reasons she can't do it and then she'll do it. Yep. But she has to process all of that first. And that's, that's how, that's how I have been as well. But recognizing it, it was the gift. Well, and I like, like that you, I like that you brought up, like, there's no wrong way to be like, there's no wrong way. This is just who you are. But no, like you said, knowing and acknowledging is the first step. Knowing where your starting point is, is so important. And also almost immediately knowing 
this isn't wrong for being this way. It's just who I am. So what can I do now knowing this information? And how do I use this? How do I use this to my advantage? And so when you take the quiz, you get, you know, a little, we tell you, here's how you can use these yeah. to your advantage. So there's one more type we should hit. I'm on pins and needles to know what number four is. <laughs> let's hear it. That sounds painful. So let's. <laughs> so the, the, the fourth type is the wizard. And the wizard is the one who we sort of alluded to before, who, who is prone to some magical thinking. And, and oddly, and I, you know, and maybe this is true for you too, skeptic, fellow skeptic, <laughs> is that that would probably be my number two. That would be my number two. I don't even know what it is. And I already know that I'm magical thinking. Well, it just means that, you know, like, so there was just something about like, everything is energy and we're all connected yes. and vibration and energy and manifestation and well, you know, and it's, and vision boards and we'll visualize and then the energy that. So yep. it, it's really relying on the invisible stuff to the extent that we don't do enough of the physical stuff. Like, like the universe has got this. I got, I'm just going to get into the feeling, but we I'm forget. Sit on the couch and do yeah. nothing for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Or, or very little or something, or it's certainly not if it's not comfortable. No, I right. need everything has to flow. There's that whole message out there. Everything has to flow. Well, you can flow through the discomfort too. Mm -hmm. you know? Amen. But the point yeah. is, is that you've got you've got the you 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 you've got that thinking where the universe has got this, and I have to do very little, as if the universe is separate, doing all of this for you. You're part of it. You're part of the action process. We're born with the ability to take action for a reason. Otherwise, we would just be this gelatinous whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this experience. So I don't even no. want to picture it, but I'm picturing. I already it. did. That's yeah. why I was laughing. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I mean, but it's it's how we frame it in our mind. Like instead of dreading yeah. taking action, like, oh, action! We get to take action. We get to, and it all feels uncomfortable at first. That's what people have to realize. It's that really getting started on this is the hardest part. Getting the momentum of like trying on a new thought process. Ugh, you know. I think that you need a fifth type, and the type is wizard that beats himself up when he isn't doing anything, but also feels like if the universe has it, he doesn't have to do anything. But when he doesn't do anything, he beats himself up and is like, I should be doing all these things. What type is that, Bob? I think, I think it's what we are. <laughs> I mean, I, I still think that that's pretty much the wizard in, in a nutshell. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the frustrated wizard. It, yeah. yeah. I want to believe that the universe has it, but then I'm like, but am I doing enough? But I, <laughs> yeah. And that's, so it's that's like a the, constant battle. And that kind of, and that would be something that we would definitely want to change the questioning. Am I doing enough? And all of that, mm -hmm. because that, that when you're asking those questions, you're, you're definitely sidetracked from productivity and, and who you really want to be. It's really, you know, when people are, are starting out on all this and they don't really know who they want to be exactly like, what are the differences between who I'm being and who I need to be? That's when you yeah. can use real life people, you know, like who inspires you? What are some of the traits that those people have that you would like to embody that it somehow calls to you? It may seem forever away, but there's something in you that says, I'd like to be more like that, you know, more confident or, or maybe, you know, I'd like to be more on time with things, mm -hmm. you know, do the things, I, whatever these little traits are. If, and that's something that you can now use in this visualization mm -hmm. process that I have everybody do every day to rehearse these new ways of being so that when you're out in the world, it's not like, okay, I'm in my autopilot, but now what? You know, with, with how we work with people, you know what to do in those situations because you've taken time every day, twice a day to rehearse. Yeah. Who am I, who am I going to be in this type of situation? I know who I've been, who would I rather be? And, and you get to, the thing is you get to rehearse every possible scenario, the good, the bad, the horrible, 
and you get to visualize who would I like to be, even if it went poorly, what's the ideal way I could be, and then just visualize it and feel it and feel it. You're way more likely to take that kind of action in the real moment when you've rehearsed mm -hmm. like that, and you've started to grow. You've actually started to change your brain's biology. Yeah, one of the one of the most profound and client favorite hypnosis journeys that we do is really just who is this? It's I call it next level self, which is like this is your next level. Who is it? We're gonna embody it, really get to know her, merge with her, and then see what it feels like to be in that, and then you know like exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But then the best part, the byproduct of visualization of really getting to know and connecting with this person is you can check in anytime. How would my, in my case, how would my next level self react to this? What kind of decision would they make? Would they spiral out of control with anxiety? Like I love to do, or would they kind of relax and take a breath and know that it's being taken care of? And it's just such a great tool to have in every situation when you need a little help navigating to get to that place, already being it and checking in whenever. And, and, and as you said, you can do it anytime. It's free. I mean, we have people do it at least in the morning and in the evening to kind of mm -hmm. look at the day ahead and then to kind of go back at the end of the day and go, okay, I'd like to have done this better. But yeah, yeah. ideally, you're doing it all the time. Yeah. Ideally, you're doing it all the time. You're always visualizing, visualizing your ideal self because right now it's all being done for you on autopilot. Like mm -hmm. you're, you're on autopilot right now. And so if you don't override it every now and then or aren't, aren't conscious of it on a regular basis, again, it's just, it's so easy to get taken over by the old wiring, understandably. Yeah. So it's a yeah. process, but when you start to see these little changes, like, you know, we always, people talk about the people in their lives who are so annoying or just they're, they've got a problem. They're just, oh, if I could just change them. And then they change themselves. And suddenly this person is occurring completely differently. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, that's not, that's how it works. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important that you brought up and Kelsey and I talk about this all the time, which is everything that you're operating with is essentially coming from a place of love or trying to take care of you. Your subconscious is only job is to keep you breathing and alive in the safe space that you've assigned it. So what do you want that safe space to look like? What is your new safety? What is your new normal? You get to, you really do get to decide that. And sometimes that can be the scariest thing, but nothing in your body or your mind or your automatic programming is trying to, trying to hurt you or sabotage you. It's just, it knows what it knows and that's where it's operating from. And the good news is you get to decide what that, what that known is and what that truth is. That's really cool. a great, yeah, that's a great distinction that we're really programmed for self-preservation. So even though we keep self-sabotaging uh, ourselves and we're going, why are we stopping ourselves from having the success or survival or whatever? It's, it's, oddly, it is us trying to take care of ourselves. So you don't die. Yes. Right. <laughs> so your subconscious doesn't freak out and think that you're about to die. Yeah. And sometimes that dying can be something like, I mean, it feels like dying, but it's actually just going on the stage and making a fool of yourself. Yes. That's mm -hmm. scary. So, so it's just amazing to, to see how your brain operates in that way. But again, yeah. more that you get into observation mode and not just be a victim of it, if you will, and just get caught up in it. We get that. We have that ability too through just simple awareness and getting present or something deeper through meditation. We get to have opportunities where we transcend that. Yeah that being caught up in it and look at it and observe and go, wow. Because, you know, one of the, the interesting examples, and I would just invite everybody to do this. When you think about like a childhood memory, you know, like when you were four or three, you, when you're thinking about that memory, you're not thinking like with a three-year-old brain. Nope. 
you're you're looking at it as this observer, right? And, and maybe you wonder, well, like I, I, it's just so weird to me to think of my childhood memories because it's this 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 brain experiencing it. Like I have I can't remember what it was like at three or yeah whatever. But so when you're in that place, you're in a different. You're, you're, it's a different space. You're, you're, you're getting closer to pure consciousness with no judgment and no time and mm -hmm. all, any of those things. And that's the place that you want to learn to be in when you feel the old wiring coming up and taking over and you're about to do something stupid, right? Yeah. Get into that observation mode and go, okay, wait, I got this. I totally have this. Yes. Yeah. Can you give Just a brief like little science lesson on the effect of the visualization and the embodiment technique and how that changes us neurologically. Has anyone else had that issue where they are passionate about health and nutrition, but it seems like all the protein powders out there are either toxic or full of weird ingredients, or they come in this huge tub that's like a lifetime supply of chocolate. And you're like, I don't want to eat chocolate flavored things every day. <laughs> if you've had any of these above problems, I'm very excited to introduce you to one of our new sponsors, Gainful. This SHIT is the bomb. I've been using their plant-based protein powder now, which has literally only like five ingredients. Gainful is cool because they have you take a five-minute quiz that helps them to consider your dietary needs, your goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula, which is really cool. So I did the quiz. It's super easy. And then they sent me a couple different things to try and everything's awesome. And my favorite thing about the protein powder is it comes unflavored with all these separate flavor packets. So you don't have to be married to one flavor for the rest of your life and get bored. Or you can put protein powder in things where you don't necessarily want it to have flavor, like your smoothies or acai bowls. So I'm definitely loving this product. They also Deliver your supplements with no shipping charge every month, and you can cancel anytime. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one -on -one access to their own registered dietitian available anytime to answer your questions. And Gainful's rigorous quality control process ensures that your supplements only have clean ingredients you can pronounce, like I said, along with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. So this is basically the most high quality, clean, nutritious protein powder. And they also make this super bomb, uh, what's it called? Pre-workout that I've been using. And man, that stuff will get you fired up in the best way. My workouts have been way more awesome since I started using that pre-workout. And I should mention that my boyfriend who used to play in the NFL, he's tried all the pre-workouts and he said that this one from Gainful is his favorite. So you guys definitely need to check this out. And for High Vibinant listeners, you get $20 off your personalized supplements, which is awesome. So go to gainful.com slash vibin. That's gainful.com slash vibin for 20% off Gainful personalized nutrition made for your tastes well because it, look it's it's just like anything else as we because we are when we learn to walk we were physically going out there and doing things we're externally doing things and through this motion our brain is observing and having these responses and it's getting wired and that's how we learn so visualization is just the inactive way of doing that so it, it's it's just it's 
it's key. And even when we're doing physical things out in the world, like for example, practicing my ukulele, I'll use that. I can practice it for two hours a day, but if I think, if I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm never getting any good at this, or I'm just this good, or I'm whatever, that's visualizing. Those those conversations yep. we have with ourselves, that's the same as visualizing. So, but if I say I'm improving every day, I'm loving this all the time, I don't mind making the mistakes. And this is true. This is a conversation that I have about specifically ukulele. And it's unique in that there are things, there are some things in my life where I don't like to make the mistakes. I, you know, I just would rather it just go super smoothly. But with the ukulele, I am committed to getting better all the time. And so I know that making those mistakes is part of it. I think that might be what I like about live streaming too. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's out there, you know, and there's no, and I'm not nearly as good as I used to be on recorded video anymore because I like this, the connection, the real life. I get into the flow when I'm live a lot more than if I'm being recorded, mm -hmm. you know, for yeah. later. And the flow is where all the freedom happens and you can make some mistakes or, or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Like that's to me, I'm not scared of that type of, of, of error. Yeah. I, I highly recommend live. We started this show as a live show and I was so, I'm such an introvert, dude. I'm, I was so terrified of messing up. And anytime I said something wrong, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's out there. Oh my gosh. And now I'm like, I'm going to say something stupid and that's fine. I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. I might not know a definition of a word when I say it, it's going to happen. And I, I have to be okay with that and better I feel good being okay with that because yes. it's just, it, it is what it is. And the people, I think it speaks to what we were saying earlier about finding your tribe. Like the people that get me are going to get me and the people that aren't, it's okay. Cause I'm that's not right. really trying to talk to them necessarily anyway. Yes. If you, that's exactly right. You can't please everybody. So just be yourself as much as you can. Now that's not to say that we won't, we don't have things that we'd like to improve on better versions right. of ourselves we want to be, but it's not like dependent on the feedback of other people. And again, with the live coming from broadcasting where you did not like dead air, no way, not back then, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, so you got to know what you're going to say and it better be right. And all of those things. And so I think I had some, some, some trepidation about it too, but I used to have nightmares about back when I was in radio and if, oh my God, it's the top of the hour. I'm not prepared for anything. And my breakthrough moment was one time in my dream. I just said, you know what? Screw it. I, the microphone came on and said, I am completely not ready. I don't know what happened, but this is just the sequence of it. And it totally would have been inappropriate, but that I freed myself. Yeah. Like that was okay. And so when live streaming started and I started like the first Bob Doyle show, I rehearsed that thing. I, I did dry runs like 20 times. And, and, and something screwed up every single time, technically. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically every single time. And I just decided, all right, well, it's never going to work. So I may as well go. And sure enough, first, first show, lots of audio problems. But the audience came in and took over while I fixed it. And it was just like it set the stage for this amazing sort of chemistry and who I was. Like, really just me yep. who loves to play with technical toys, but stuff's going to break. But let's just have fun with it. And it just took all the 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 you know the heaviness off of making error. Yeah, that's a great word for it. It feels very heavy. <laughs> Felt. It did feel how I'm better now, right, Callously? I'm pretty good now. 
Yeah, I mean, Look I how remember far we've come when you like wouldn't even show your face on an Instagram story because you're like, oh my god, it's not perfect no. enough. I'm not gonna say it perfect enough. Blah blah blah. I was like, girl, first of all, you're gorgeous. So who even cares what you're saying? I would be like, wow, looking at you. But then second of all, it's like now look at you go. You just hop on there, boo boo, so comfortable. And we're doing this show every week, and we're like 130 almost episodes in, and it's just goes to show the rewiring it's working because now you don't feel like you're gonna die every time you do it right and and let me let me let me just be very clear like never in a million years could you have told me or convinced me that I was gonna have a freaking podcast let alone a live radio show like it just was not nothing not in my brain so listen if I can do it and be actually happy with it I'm I'm so glad that Kelsey made me do this (laughs) and that is the story she told me kicking and screaming almost to do the show and look it's great you can do whatever you want to do I didn't know I wanted it at the time but oh my gosh was it one of the best things I ever did so neuroplasticity there you go so it was a gradual process for you to get comfortable yeah and just settle into oh this I get to just be me I get it and and but that and that is wiring so now you're wired Mm -hmm. with this to be effortless but before it was effort but that's right. That's how it works. So, but it was worth it because it was fun. You had a friend, you had support and your stuff you like to talk about. And so now I get to talk to you, Bob, like this never would have happened. Can you believe it? And it never would have happened for me either. If I hadn't gone down this road, there you go. What I'd be doing. All happens for a reason and in just right timing. I have to believe that. Yeah. We have a big saying in the house about it's all divine. And Mm -hmm. even though, boy, it really doesn't feel like it sometimes. But then you can be years later and you go, oh, my God, if that hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's had so you just have to let go of it to, to the extent that you can and try not to get too attached to the meaning you give things, even if it's bad, because you never really know how it's all going to shake out. And, and your emotions are ultimately your choice. You know, it's funny. I've never I haven't actually thought about it in this way, but I don't know of any situation that I have gone through recently where I've actually said that was a waste nothing but bad came out of it. Like, even if I'm feeling super sad, even if me and my husband have like a spat, I always in my head will say, well, there was a reason for that. And I, and I can only hope that it's progressing me forward and progressing us forward. Like, I really don't, I think that I've almost, I'm almost there guys. I think I am. Yeah. You got to have that. You've got to yes. have that mindset for that to work. You know, it's yeah. like, cause otherwise you will create the, the opposite. If you're, if you're going, oh, it's a sign for that something's bad, then guess yes. what? who you're going to be is going to create that situation. But if you're committed that this is all divine and this is all for the greater good and to learning experience, then that's who you're going to be. And, mm-hmm. and the events moving forward are going to be much more positive. And I know Kelsey is like that too. Remember when you lost your, you left your laptop on the plane oh. and then all this weird stuff was happening around the you. Trauma. And I said, I said, so why do you think this is happening for you? And she, you went, I have no idea, but it better be good. <laughs> you guys, the backstory was my computer. I left it on an airplane two days before a manuscript for my book was due. Luckily, the cloud saved me and majority of my work was saved on the cloud, but not all of it because I had worked. I had written a few chapters that day in the airport. So I lost a bunch of my work. I lost my computer. Kind of hard to have a podcast and be a blogger and an author without a computer. It was my only laptop at the time. Now I have two because I know. And, you know, it was just like the most like horrible, stressful day. I was like beating myself up. I can't believe I did that. It was right there. I just walked away without it. Like just hating my hating like that instant, that moment. And then a bunch of other stress thing was happening like 
at that time, at that week, at yep. those months of my life. And so I was just like crying to Lindsay, like, I can't believe. And, and then, then she I felt bad because she and- actually got on the plane to visit me. Like she was coming to visit yes, me. And I was like, well, if Vegas, you never got on the plane, Lindsay. then it wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't have happened. But you like, know. yeah, anyway, all so that, that was a fun say, exploration. You know, this is an example of an empowering meaning that we can assign to life. Like when shit hits the fan, we can think, we can choose to think that it might be something beneficial down the road, or we can choose to think, oh, I'm effed from here and F me, you know, <laughs> nothing good right. can come of this. It's all a choice. Like pick and choose your thoughts. What feels better yeah. in your body? And also watch, make sure that the thoughts that you're having aren't being had because everybody else around you would have those thoughts. Mm, yeah. Like really important, especially in this herd mentality we've got right now where so many people are sharing opinions just because a lot of people are saying them. Right. It's really important that you check in with yourself. Yeah. How do I really want to feel about this? Yeah. Um, what would good, you say to somebody who, okay, so let's say they have a bad morning. And they're the type of person that lets that morning wreck their whole day, not because they're, well, because they're choosing, but the reason that they're not choosing the more empowering, because it's easy to say, just choose the more empowering thing, but they're not letting themselves because in some way they feel like they deserve. Yeah. This comes up a lot. They feel like they deserve to feel bad because it's doing something, something for them. Can you, can you. Yeah, again, that's that's, that is a learned thing. And that can be learned from parents or somebody who had that, you know, that's that is a that's something something of a cultural thing. This whole Mm -hmm. issue of deserving the life we want is is a fallacy. And and I would invite everybody who has the time and the inclination to go back and read or reread the science of getting rich by Wallace Mm -hmm. D. Waddles. And it will really if you're ready, if you're open to it, it will really drive the point home that there's this is not in no way an issue of deserving or worth. Right. The fact that we have been manifested, this cluster of energy, this extension of the universe, we're like the feelers for the universe. And it's through us that the universe gets to experience all these amazing, uniquely human things like emotion yeah. and passion and physical touch and the whole thing. And coffee. And <laughs> coffee. And right. So, so of course, it's only logical that the universe wants, if it wants anything, would want what we want right? It's not an yeah. issue of deserving. We don't have to earn it. We're here. We were given the gift of being here. Oh my God, here we go. And we've got the brain and the consciousness and the desires and all these things. All we have to do is now let's say, paint the picture of what we want and we can have it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, and that's how we're built, but we're now we're being born into worlds where, you know, we're being programmed by people who were programmed before them, before them, before them, before them with all these ideas of limitation and no idea about how the brain actually works. And we're not conscious of what's going in. There's no discernment. So we have to wait until we're old enough when we wake up and we were lucky enough to get into a conversation or see a movie that inspires us to think along these lines and then learn that we can change our brain and thus our life. But if yeah. we don't ever learn that, if we don't learn it, then we'll never even try. It's, a, it's amazing to me. And I forget because I've been in it now for so long that there are people in the world who've never even heard of personal development, have no idea. I can't believe that. It's true. Wow. <laughs> that they don't even know that they even can- my five year old knows about it. <laughs> well, yeah, he's well, your five year old. He, li- he lives Let's with have me. Some so. perspective here. <laughs> I'm going to say it's, it's probably older populations now because I think this that's is true. More enlightened sort of generation. Yeah. And, and I will give the secret a lot of credit for waking, you know, for showing people this, this conversation for the first time and, and introducing them to this idea that things can be different than they are. 
Yeah. Yes. I am fired up. Yes. Age of Aquarius. Let's go. We're all going to live our best lives slash we are already living our best lives. This was awesome. Because there's really, if this has proven anything, it's that there's no real reason. There's no real reason why you should not be living your best life. Any reason you can come up with is not real. (laughs) You should be living your best life and you have the ability to. So look. Yeah. Instead, start asking, what are some of the ways I can live my best life? How, you know, mm-hmm. why is it so easy for me to live my best life? You know, when so many other yes. people, why is it so easy for me? So it's just whatever you want to get, you want to ask questions, you get answered that, that you want the answers to. How am I already living my best life? I go. like this. Let's dive That's into okay. more questions on the other side of this on the Patreon. The Patreon. Um, <laughs> Bob, I'm going to have us wrap it up here. And can you tell everyone again, where to find this quiz, where to work with you, how to get involved in this work? Because I'm sure people are Absolutely. excited. So- The quiz is at tptquiz.com. And at the end of the quiz, you'll learn about how I work with people. We have, we have something called the balanced living challenge. And that's sort of the, you know, the working area where all this happens, where all the community and the tools and everything I talked about are there. If you want to find out the other stuff I'm up to, because obviously I speak and I coach and those types of things, there's the Bob Doyle show. You can go to meetbobdoyle.com. And that's just sort of the all things Bob repository. And I'm super easy to find on Facebook and all the other socials. All things Bob. I love that. I like it. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. We're going to head over to the Patreon for just a few more moments. If Bob has the time, we're going to dive into some more beneficial questions that we can be asking ourselves. And until next week, we love you all. Have a great one. Adios. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our high vibe net community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe every week, we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes. If you want to be also in the loop that way and be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.